Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. It's 835 here on this Tuesday morning. It's the 20th day of February 2024. I'm John Reed and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Lots to talk about today. We mentioned that VCU assault story, these fabricated assaults on the VCU campus. I mean, that's very disturbing to me. With I mean, we got a crime crisis here in Richmond. It spread unfortunately to my home county of Henrico. That 74% increase in murders. I, you know, I mean, at what point? <laughs> at some point, I would think that everybody would be kind of alarmed by that. And that would wreck, that would be the moment you'd say, wow, maybe this whole concept of not prosecuting people isn't working. You know, this restorative justice garbage isn't working. A nice idea. But in reality, uh, criminals continue to commit crime. So, do you want your family to be a victim? But that doesn't mean we can tolerate uh, liars who are going to make things up and put other people in jeopardy. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. We're losing the concept of truth in this society. Telling the truth, the idea of honor and objective truth is totally being lost in I'm, I hate, I'm modern Western civilization. You know, you can be a biological male, and then half the society is willing to say, well, you know, you're really a woman, but you're not a woman, but you're a woman. I mean, I, I, I'm the, I, I promise you, I know I sound kind of harsh on the radio here, but I'm the nicest person you will ever meet. Don't cross me. Don't lie to me. Don't abuse me. I'm super nice. I'm not looking for a fight with anybody. I want to get along with my neighbors, but I'm not going to let you lie to me. Sorry. That's I'm not going to allow you to lie about things. Um, and and I I don't know why so many people are. Are you scared? I'm about to. You know what? One of these mornings you're going to cut on the radio and I'm going to be gone because someone will have fired me. I'm fortunate that the Democrat who runs this radio station believes more in free speech than he does in hearing people say things that he agrees with politically on the air. So I'm thankful for that. But one of these days, so I mean, I'm I'm risking, and it's not like I got Fox money in the bank. You know, like Tucker Carlson's got millions and millions and millions in the bank. I'm glad he's as bold as he is, but he's going to be okay. He's <laughs> sure to go into jail for something. He's going to be okay. He can retire. It's going to be cool. I am not in that situation. So if you're nervous or you're worried about standing up for what you think is right, may I encourage you to do so? I know it seems like, hey, it's the radio station. John's going to be okay. Uh, I feel every day at the end of the day like this could be my last day because I look around and everybody's so scared. Don't be scared anymore. We're going to have a great conversation about a lot of these hot topics 
Uh, and, you know, you can get some some liquid courage at Politics and Bites on March the 20th. Uh, at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. The tickets are on sale for Politics and Pints right now at WRVA.com. Brian Kilmeade, of course, the host of Fox and Friends, will be our special VIP guest. And I, Jeff Katz is really trying to get some more VIP tickets available for you. We sold out all the VIP tickets in less than three hours on Friday. And Jeff was mad about it. But <laughs> he wanted to sell some on his show. But uh, he's working on trying to get some additional ones. But if you... Want to join us? Don't let this thing sell out. There are only 600 seats total in the whole um, theater, and there was a waiting list last uh, last time we were at the Beacon Theater. So make sure you get your tickets. It's a lively, great conversation with Jeff and me and Howard and now Brian Kilmeade uh, at the Beacon Theater coming up one month from now on. Today's Mar- February 20th, so that's March 20th coming up. All right. Uh, every Monday we get an opportunity to visit with Jim Bacon who is the head of the Jefferson Council and the founder of the um, uh, the founder of of baconsrebellion.com and Jim is with us today and I I had intended to play some sound bites from the woman that you want to talk about here she's a sexologist uh, at UVA <laughs> but I don't think I don't think dan the producer saying that we'll break the law if we play any clips from her so now we we just have to kind of dance around it what 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 are you seeing here jim uh good morning john yes um dr lannis avery is a professor at the university of virginia and um we came across her her website material and uh, started digging and 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 got these radio interviews or podcast interviews and and things where she expounded on her philosophy of life and um all i can say is that this is a new kind of university professor this is not the kind of university professor that you and i encountered when we were in college so uh, she's quite the piece of work um she is um a large woman and uh she's actually surprisingly for someone who kind of espouses all these extreme uh, uh, kind of woke views and, 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 and plays on victimhood and grievance. She's actually kind of, kind of has this cheerful demeanor. It is kind of interesting to kind of hear her and watch her in action. So, um, you know, she doesn't have these nasty scowls on her face. She's really quite jolly. But her, her, jolly. her viewpoints, I mean, it's like she just made this, this kind of living kind of doing all these research, she's like uh, grabbed all these, these uh, woke ideas or more uh, intersectionalism, intersectionalist oppression and um, kind of racism and sexism and uh, heteronormativity and creates all these kind of, uh, and, and, and she views them through the lens of she, her research, which she's actually got $400,000 in research for the National Health uh, NIH and uh, you see why I want to cut off funding for these people because they're throwing yeah. money away on this kind of garbage. This it, it, lady, it, it is amazing. This so, lady is actually a full-time tenured professor at UVA, or is she just visiting? Like you know, we did the uh, we exposed that sex festival at uh, two or three other schools last year. Um, so this this is actually a University of Virginia employee. Yeah, uh, she's. I think she's. A, she's an assistant professor, which means she's on the tenure track. Huh. Uh, yeah. So she's not a. She's not tenured yet. Yet. 
but uh, that's where that's where she's heading. How many sexologists do they have at the University of Virginia? I, is that is that a very popular uh, degree planned? Uh, my well, my degree is in sexology. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, she describes herself as a board certified sexologist. I don't think that's kind of her official position, and she's a. Uh, She's, she has a dual appointment with the Department of Psychology and the Department of Women, Gender, and Sexuality. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but she's, she has this great latitude to go out and explore all these ideas. And uh, her, uh, she's particularly interested in, in black women and what, you know, the, the um, supposed uh, oppression that black men, women like her experience. Well, what would she say, since we can't play her uh, uh, soundbite on here because of the FCC rules, uh, you know, uh, seriously, honestly, what would she identify, since you've watched some of this, as oppression of black women? Um, Is it, it, you know, we hear a lot about the, um, the medical community not, supposedly not taking the concerns of black women when they come to the hospital seriously. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure that I think that's true, but okay, let's, let's discuss it. What else would be on that list? Well, in terms of health, she's particularly interested in black women's sexual health. And uh, she thinks Is that, that because they have, uh, <laughs> they, she says that they, they, black women have internalized these uh, societal norms that kind of, uh, uh, make them uh, silence their uh, silence their sexuality. Yeah, and, I saw one uh, comment, Jim, about you know, uh, larger bodies. And hey, lady, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm chunky right now. You know, I'm 240 pounds, and in my prime, when everybody was interested in me, I was 199. You know, all muscle with with, with uh, abs. So, you know, join the club when you get a little chubbier. You're less physically attractive to people. I don't know. Is that a racist thing, or is that just a reality of life thing? I, I think according to intersectional ideology, it's like there's fat prejudice, and then there's race prejudice, and then there's prejudice against women, and then you combine all three, and then you've got one of the most oppressed people in the world. I will say that she does not come across as being particularly oppressed. <laughs> she, um, when you get four hundred thousand dollars in, in, in research yeah. grants and have an assistant professorship at UVA, uh, and, uh, and based on um, kind of the word salads that she creates, it's you know, she's not oppressed. I watched some of it yesterday when you told me you want to talk about this, and I just couldn't. I I felt like I was becoming dumber by the second, so I just stopped. Um, I mean, this the, you know, it's just so weird to me. All of the really high academic standards that University of Virginia used to um, hold and, you know, the heritage of Thomas Jefferson writing the Statute for Religious Freedom here in Virginia and the Declaration of Independence. I, I mean, is this the new norm at UVA? Are there, if we really went through the roster, do they have highbrow, top-tier intellectuals in Charlottesville anymore? Is it deteriorated to this all across the the, oh no! Of course, they still have they still have uh, top tier intellectuals at Charlottesville. The, the trick is who are the new people being hired? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the old the old regime uh, you, was much more traditional, and even if you didn't agree with them politically, they had high academic standards and uh, were qu- quite you know achieved a high level mm-hmm. of um, 
achievement. And uh, now you, you, you get more and more of these people who are hired for their ideological reasons. And so uh, this, the hottest area is this intersectional uh, oppression. And, uh, and you have certain departments, uh, like obviously women and uh, gender and sexuality is going to be one of them. And um, African-American um, uh, studies is going to be another, but mm. also tradi- supposedly traditional areas like sociology and anthropology are becoming more and more this way. Not everyone is quite as uh, kind of out there in, in front with their uses of all this language and, and, and these, this, these <laughs> this word salad of all these woke terms. Uh, but uh, that's kind of the, incre- the, the incoming generation. Again, not everybody, but that's where it's it's how it's seeping in, and we also see it in in the administrative staff, and we're going to be going out and documenting that as well. Yeah. So, like in the department of uh, the department of diversity, equity, and inclusion, you have people who have utilized the same kind of language and same kind of framework for you know analyzing everything through the prism of 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 race, sex, and gender. Yeah. It's uh, it's an odd place that we're in right now, and I think responsible people are scared of these topics, especially the intersection of of race and and sexuality and and, the, and those issues, and they know they could be fired at any moment. Like I posted the link to this lady on Facebook 14 hours ago, and I've got 16 com uh, 16 likes or you know, emoticons about it. That's really low compared to most of the things I post. And I think it's because people are scared. And I tell you what, if you don't, if you don't grow up and uh, get a spine here fast and point out what you don't like and what is uh, irresponsible, these people are going to take over the society and you know, take over UVA and then take over society. I appreciate you flagging it for us, Jim. Jim Bacon from Bacon's Rebellion. I appreciate well, it. Well, thanks for putting it out there, John. Yeah. Go check it out. I mean, I can't play it on the radio because we'll get uh, fined by the FCC. But go check it out on my Facebook page, The John Reed Show. I think you're going to be shocked. 849, back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.